Welcome in to No Punt Intended, presented by Club Fantasy. I am your host, Joe Zolo. I'm not going to lie, that beginning uh, intro was kind of rough. Um, to be completely transparent, I just filled out our show doc 10 minutes ago. Like that, to be fully transparent. I want you to know I am prepared. I watched every single game this, this first weekend. But I just I also want you to know that I literally filled out the show doc 10 minutes. I typed in my last like drive prop 11 seconds before we went live. <laughs> Don't worry though, because Josh and Ryan come prepared, because they had they had more time than than my. Um, how we doing, boys? Good week one. Under the weather. Week one. Yeah. Uh, oh, in terms of like my lineups and everything, eh. Yeah, I was I was at about fifty percent across the board. Some lineups dropped about two fourteen. Um, and then others decided to drop like uh 120. So really I won in four eyed though. And I feel like that's what counts, right? Cause go. I'm coming for Ryan's championship belt. That's over his, uh, over his right shoulder right there. TJ Watt, absolute cheat code in the, uh, though the real cheat code Chandler Jones was the real cheat code that we'll get to in a little bit. Exactly. Holy crap. He was, I was ridiculous. <laughs> I, my, my three ups, my, I went with all, um, the projections, like what they're projected to get. My three ups are amazing. Uh, but let's start with news <laughs> and notes, not to brag or anything. Just stay tuned. So humble, Joe. So, so humble. humble. <laughs> um, Josh writes, possibly the biggest news from the aftermath of week one, Ryan Fitzpatrick placed on IR with a hip injury. Out six to eight weeks. Um, I saw a text earlier from you guys. What was this? He broke it on a water slide earlier in the week thing that I quickly grazed over while I was working today. That's not true, correct? <laughs> well, even better is that you took the exact wrong stance on that tweet because the whole point was that we have to stop with this internet sleuthing that we're turning into news. And then you just immediately turned it into news. <laughs> Guys, I literally, all, all I've been doing since 8 a.m. today is setting up for a marathon. I saw the I long saw and short of it is, is if you, it was um, Matt Harmon's tweet. Someone called into a radio show saying that they heard he hurt himself on a water slide. So. Oh, I, I absolutely love that. But Taylor Heineke is now the Washington football team starting quarterback. Uh, the Harvard quarterback gets replaced with the Old Dominion mathematician. So who's really the smarter quarterback here? The guy who has the highest Wonderlick test ever in NFL history or the mathematician? We'll never know. Probably um, the guy who didn't get hurt on a water slide. Yeah, probably. Probably. <laughs> hey, we don't know. Taylor Heineke might have a pass. Uh, Raheem Mostert, shocker, on IR. Ooh, who could have seen that coming? Um, placed on the IR with a knee issue. Uh, he is out for the season. Like, they, he has said that he is out for the season. There was reports that said eight weeks. Uh, but yeah, I, that was initial. The, the yeah, the initial thing was eight weeks, but yeah. he's he even put out like a, a tweet. I wrote this yesterday. Notes. Sorry. Yeah, no, you're good. He put out a he put out a uh tweet from his notes that says he's done for the season. He's going to come back healthier than ever. In, uh, ah, in... See, that's what I was going to say. I feel like this, I, I don't want to be that guy, but at this age, this history, oh, he's going to be 30 gonna be next year, right? Here. He's done. Yeah. yeah, he's he's done. Um, Jerry Judy out with a high ankle sprain, likely four to six weeks. Uh, and just happened today, Demarcus Lawrence uh, broke his foot in practice and is out indefinitely. Uh, for those of you that don't pay attention to defense, Demarcus Lawrence is the defensive end for the Dallas Cowboys um literally the only bright spot from their defense in week one I think yeah question mark um because their defense didn't look good Dak will throw for 6,000 passengers this year there might be a hundred points scored in the game this week 
Oh my God! Yeah, that oh, that's gonna be a good game. It'd be a great game. Uh, but that is your news and notes, at least heading into week two. All right, let's start with our three up now and three down. I honestly I forgot that we did this as a segment. I open up the show doc. I see three up. I'm like, ah, here we go. <laughs> same same experience. The only difference was I had more than five minutes to prep for it. So yeah, well I I knew I knew instantly, and I'm gonna tell you all mine because it's literally very quick. Uh, Joshua T J Hawkinson. I say credit where credit is due. The Lions made this game interesting in the second half. Uh, the entire Eagles offense, and you note that. I Atlanta's wasn't expecting defense, that, and I'm an Eagles fan. Yeah, I mean, even, uh, I mean, we, we've we had, I think we had a couple questions on the show. I, or I had a couple questions personally. Aaron Rodgers or uh, Jalen Hurts going into the weekend. I said Jalen Hurts for all my answers, and I'm very thankful I, I said that because. Talk about the opposite of good, the Green Bay Packers, which we'll get to in a little bit. I'll be at Eagles office. Look great. And Sterling Shepard, he had nine catches, really? Yeah, man. I, no, he had nine targets. Yeah, I was going to say, because I bet the over for his receptions, and I was like nail biting with the last four minutes. There, um, <laughs> yes. I mean, seven for one, 113 and a touchdown. I think we said in the Giants preview or something. That every yeah. time Daniel Jones is in a quarterback, Sterling Shepard averages like eight or nine targets a game. Eight targets a game. Yep. Like it's that's it's unbelievable. Um But yeah, I I mean great good good three ups there, Josh. Ryan, you just decided to choose the wide receiver one or the QB one, Kyler Murray. Uh my QB one. Ryan's QB one and the QB one for this week, I believe. That's um, right. Amari Cooper, Dallas's wide receiver one, which I disagree with, but you know, sure. Um, Dak Prescott doesn't. And Adam fucking Thielen. Touchdown <laughs> regression? I think not, says Ryan. Um, yeah, I mean, that kind of hurt considering I had Justin Jefferson on one of my teams and I was playing against Adam Thielen. So that one really, that one really hurt. Uh, I mean, I don't think it's a shocker that, you know, Adam Thielen destroyed a piss poor high school level defense that the Cincinnati Bengals threw out there. But yeah, I, I mean, Adam Thielen had a great day. Minnesota Vikings as a whole did not. But Adam Thielen had a fantastic day. There were quite a few very interesting things from that game, especially the the amount of routes that KJ Osborne was running, especially from the slot. Yes. So, yeah. And considering I'd never heard of KJ Osborne until that day. So I'm my Miami Hurricanes fan. He played in Miami. So So that's you, that's I, yeah, the only reason. I, I know KJ Osborne. But th- this is another really fun one for me. There were 29 plays in the NFL, not counting Monday night. This is per sharpfootballstats.com. 29 overall plays that were run out of 20 personnel. So if you don't understand personnel groupings, that's two running backs, zero tight ends, and three wide receivers. The Minnesota Vikings accounted for 16 of them. You said there was 20. I just find that a very interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, so okay. they're, they're running with they've basically given up on tight end without Irv Smith. I, I That's what say, I read so, out of that stat line. So to to, you know, to be fair, Chris Herndon just joined the team. So I think in a few weeks that changes, but it is at least an interesting stat to look at from that standpoint. Um, my three ups, Jameis Winston, he's on pace for 85 touchdowns. <laughs> Chandler Jones on pace for 85 sacks. And Darren Waller is on pace for 323 targets. That was a display on Monday night. I don't. I don't understand. I like. I, I just I, imagine if half of those were actually quality targets. Oh, like, yeah. <laughs> there was so this was so he he did drop like he had a 
just straight up bad drop. Um, it was only like a five yard curl route, but he had a straight up drop. Every, most of the other targets that weren't caught were just bad. Um, I'll be fully transparent. I have Darren Waller as my downside, assuming that the Pittsburgh Steelers quadruple cover Darren Waller because there's no reason that they should cover anyone else in that offense. Because it's literally They're still going to force feed him. It's I, not going to matter. I know. I know. <laughs> but I'm hoping in quadruple coverage, Carr throws like four interceptions. Like that's that's what I'm going off of here. Because it's it, 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 you're not wrong. Darren Waller was triple covered at one point, and and Carr still threw him the football. Yeah. It, it like blew my mind at some points where there were plays and I, I went to bed like halfway through the third quarter, but there were plays where Derek Carr didn't even look at another receiver. Never he even stared looked. at and Darren that's Waller. What, and that's the part that I was going to bring up is it's, it's, it's fun for Darren Waller managers, but it's going to turn bad quickly. <laughs> yeah. Because if, if Carr's not looking off Darren Waller, and let, let's be real. It's not like the Raiders have bad receivers. Brian Edwards didn't look bad. Hunter Renfro. Let, let's is, be honest. He did not look good until about 59 minutes and 30 seconds into that game. Yeah, but he, he looked non-existent. He could not separate at all the entire game. Yeah, but Henry Ruggs is garbage. So, all right, fine, oh, fine. This. You know what? The true wide receiver won in Vegas. Hunter Renfro, for real. Like, let's be yeah. honest here. He's the best route Target runner. monster. Target monster. And what the what the fuck is Zay Jones? Why? Why? It's so stupid. Hardest worker in the building. Come on now. So stupid. Zay Jones and Nathan Peterman on the same damn team. Two horrible Buffalo Bills that John Gruden thinks are the greatest things to ever play the game. Okay. Three down. You both you both have the Green Bay Packers. I'm just gonna get that out of the way. You both have the Green Bay Packers. You are not, you were, you said abysmal performance and Ryan just said, obviously. So like that was <laughs> just obvious. Um, Josh, you have Mike Gasicki. Uh, yeah. I, I honestly, I mean, watching the game, I didn't think of it in the time. Cause I watched every Patriot snap. I didn't even think like, oh damn, Mike Gasicki. Devonte Parker had a, had a decent game, but yeah, I, now that you say that Mike Gasicki did nothing. Wasn't even on the field for 40% of the snaps that is the true like shocker for me when I was going back through and looking at stats. This was Durham Smythe like across the yeah. board. And and it's almost like Tua is still dump off city. Yeah. So interesting. But yeah, no, it's a good point. Uh Brandon Ayuk, what the hell? <laughs> I forgot I started oh, Samuel down league. today. Who? He, he basically gave him straight up Dante Pettis treatment. Who did? It's ba- oh Shanahan. yeah. Al Shanahan basically said that why, why am I going to keep trotting out, and I'm paraphrasing here, why am I going to keep trotting out Brandon Ayuk when the guy behind him is better? Who's the guy Straight up him? giving him Dante Bennett. Trent Sherfield. Yeah. I was I blown away because they were all talking last year that Ayuk was their number one wide receiver going into this draft. Ahead of CeeDee Lamb, ahead of Jefferson, yep. ahead of Judy and Ruggs and all of them. Yeah, that was stupid. And now he's not good enough to beat out Trent fucking Sherfield. Like, hey, really? Oh. Hey, if you bet Trent Sherfield first touchdown to score for the San Francisco 49ers this season, you'd be rich. Yeah. So I, I've heard a lot through the grapevine on this one. It sounds like Ayuk is not willing to play through an injury, and Shanahan apparently doesn't accept that. Like, he wants people to play through injuries. He thinks it's maturity issues. Like, he's flat out in the doghouse, and this is how it started with Pettis. So 
Dang. So Debo's so me avoiding Brandon Ayuk in every draft and drafting Debo Samuel late looks really fucking good right now. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I I I've forgotten. I mean, I guess he's not on the up list, but uh, I guess honorable mention Debo, Debo Samuel, out. who yep. absolutely he had the highest target share of any wide receiver this week. Yeah, oh, he's he smoked the NFL, smoked the lines. Um, Ryan, you have the Packers. Uh, James Robinson. I want to address it. It's not James Robinson. It's Urban Meyer. I just want to. I want to address that in the room right oh, now. Nothing. I'm and I'm going to be very negative on James Robinson today. Nothing about it is about James Robinson. It is Urban Meyer and oh, that yeah. offense. Oh so. God, it's terrible. Uh, and Mark Andrews. As far as I know, he had what like three catches for twenty yards or something. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And a big P- drop in overtime, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Put pedestrian numbers. Um. Yeah, I have Urban Meyer, and my the thing I say is go fuck yourself. That's what I say underneath it. The fact that Jim go play, go coach at USC, right? Just get him out of here, dude. Listen, listen. When I was I was sitting there in the first quarter, right? And I said I I had the Texans plus three. I said bet them on blurred lines. I it, clearly it paid off very well, um, but uh, it it just blew my mind. I saw it was like in the first quarter. Carlos Hyde was in for an entire drive. And yep. what did I say when they signed Carlos Hyde? Urban Meyer is looking to run it back. Carlos fucking Hyde yep. had more what he had more everything than James Robinson and it pissed me off. Um the Cleveland Browns, you had six months to prepare for this team. Six. Six damn months to prepare for this team. Okay? I had well, Tyreek I mean, Hill as my downside because I'm like, oh, they had six months to prepare for him. They're going <laughs> to run high-low like the Patriots and the Buccaneers do. They're going to double-team him. They're going to triple-team him. No, they put John Johnson, a safety, one-on-one with Tyreek Hill, and Tyreek Hill catches a 75-yard touchdown pass. I was going to say, as a Why? football team, they played well for two to two and a half quarters and then everything just fell but, apart but so. how cleveland how cleveland was that implosion right there chubb fumbles right in in the chiefs chiefs go down to score yeah. they can't play defense because because they're idiots um the punter fucking fumbles on crazy. the 15 yard line and then baker as they're driving down the field to potentially go ahead and win the game he throws Awful an interception I, yeah. it, how cleveland is that it really doesn't inspire confidence in Baker. No, no, not in the slightest. Um, and I had Matt Nagy. I basically, Justin Fields can do three-step drops and throw two yards as well. So why is Andy Dalton in the game? It makes no <laughs> sense. It's not like they were running a hard offense. I saw Andy Dalton do three and five-step drops and throw the ball almost immediately. I don't know why Justin Fields can't do oh, that. Oh, his eight, yeah, his average depth of target was just yeah. abysmal. I, I was going through and I was actually looking at like Darnell Mooney stats, like looking at his uh, A dot from last year was over almost twelve yards, average depth of target, just last week, seven point one. Like they're like he is wow. their deep guy, and they're not even going downfield. Like well, it, it, I, it, it baffles me because the Rams, two fifty yard touchdown bombs. And it's on the like, second, you got to play keep up. You got to play catch up. Damn play. Yeah, on, on the second awful. damn play. Oh, Absolutely and, awful. And again, I mean, a guy who wasn't mentioned on the ups. Matt Stafford looks pretty comfy in yeah. uh, in L.A. right now. So, um, yeah. go like, prop, And thank, thank God. He deserves to finally have a, a good team around yeah. him. 
Um, cause he, he's been, he's been good his whole career in Detroit's kind of sucked. All right. So before we get into our upside downside here, Zach asking a trade question at PPR league, Chris Carson and Devonta Smith for Zeke and Aguilar. So you're basically trading Carson for Zeke and Smith for Nelson Aguilar. Um, I, I guess let's just start. Do you, I'll just straight up Josh, which side do you like? You can break it down if you want, but which side do you like here? I think you're getting better value on the Carson and Smith side. I still think Zeke is the best piece here. Yep. As I say, I can't. Smith isn't a big enough upgrade over Aguilar for me to drop Zeke yet. And I understand there's risk in that, but I'll keep Zeke. And and I will say Aguilar looked pretty good uh, for the Patriots in week one. Um, Mac was looking his way. Uh, Here's a big thing. Aguilar didn't have a drop and he scored a touchdown. That's that's a pretty and he was very clearly the wide receiver one in that offense. Like he is he's the X. He's the guy um that is gonna be their number one wide receiver. I would stick on the Aguilar Zeke train. Um it's one week and it's Zeke definitely didn't... tempting for me as an Eagles fan. Like Oh sure. Again, Smith looked really good. But again, it, it's just very hard for me to judge that because it's Atlanta and Atlanta is hot garbage. Atlanta they play yeah. San Francisco this week. That will, to me, be a bigger test on what they're able to do from an offensive perspective. And again, like Chris Carson, Penny's already hurt. Carson's the guy. As, as long well, as Carson say, stays healthy, which has been suspect. But So, and just, just to bring up Atlanta's defense, Tampa Bay is favored by 12.5 points this week. Mm-hmm. That's an ungodly, ungodly spread. I, and I would bet Tampa Bay on the spread like no doubt but that's how bad atlanta is they're atrocious go ahead ryan you're gonna say something i was just gonna say thankfully penny's hurt and they don't seem to care about fumbles because chris carson lost another one in seattle and i just don't what he does every week one man (laughs) it's always something Uh, when when chris carson fumbled i died laughing i'm like there's the chris carson week one fumble that we were waiting for gotta get carson and carson wentz's bum ass still can't convert on it Oh, nope. that's atrocious. And uh, another one, boss man, fat asking, should he drop Cole Beasley for Marquez Calloway? He also adds in Nelson Aguilar uh, into there. Um, I mean, not Marquez Calloway. Um, I I think he's just, I think he's bait at this point. Um, yeah, I'm not, I'm not all in on that right now. Uh, I understand, you know, he had to go up against Jair Alexander, but I'm not all in on their wide receivers. I'm not all in on that offense. We'll get to that a little bit later. I think I'd rather have Beasley or Aguilar over Callaway. Yeah, I think yeah, I think I it's think, between um, Beasley and Aguilar. Yeah, I. Uh, in a standard, I would go Aguilar. Well, yeah, more more target volume towards Beasley, but I think you'll see more efficiency from Aguilar, which pains me to say because he has the worst hands of the three. Thirteen targets for Beasley, though, is crazy. Yeah, yeah, and they're gonna but, run, and even the snap counts like. It was all Sanders, Beasley, Diggs, all over 90. It's that thing you brought up last week where they're not quite running as much four wide, but they're living in three wide right now. So, yeah. Zach said he picked the Zeke side of the trade. So, Zach, congratulations. You're a smart human. Uh, and we appreciate you. Uh, we appreciate you listening and joining in. Uh, we glad you enjoy the work. All right. Upsides. Josh. Uh, well, everyone was three and one last week, except for one guy who shall not be named at the bottom of the screen named Ryan. <laughs> Who went one and three? So technically, we were all three and one, except Ryan's three and one as well. Mine are just the wrong. Yeah, Ryan's in the wrong direction. (laughs) Um, Josh, this week you have Jameis Winston in Carolina, Damian Harris uh, in New York against the Jets, 
Jalen Waddle at home against the Bills, he had way more, like, he was way more involved in the offense yes. than I expected. Uh, and Logan Thomas tomorrow night against the New York Giants. Ryan, whom you will not listen to this week, uh, has Mac Jones <laughs> in New York against the Jets. Really going with the real There's safe bet. There's a bounce back in his future. I, yeah. I, I see it somewhere. <laughs> really going with the safe bet here on Mac Jones. Who on safe? Against the, against the terrible, a terrible Jets defense. Um, Chase Edmonds Sometimes home against... Sometimes you need layups to get back on track, Joe. Come on. <laughs> hey, that's totally fine. Chase Edmonds at home against the Minnesota Vikings. Sterling Shepard tomorrow night uh, in Washington. In Blake Jarwin in Los Angeles against the Chargers. Uh, I have Teddy Two Gloves in Jacksonville. Leonard Fournette at home against the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, DJ Moore at home against the Saints. And Austin Hooper at home against the Houston Texans. Um, Okay, so... Damien is a fairly obvious one. Max, an obvious one. I'm going to go Jameis Winston because, spoiler alert, Ryan has Jameis Winston as his downside QB. So I'll hear, I'll hear Josh's side on the upside first, and then we'll go to Ryan's downside side next. Um, <laughs> I mean, Carolina's not a good defense. They are a division rival. Uh, don't, don't, even, don't even look at me and say that Carolina's a good defense. <laughs> There's Brian Burns and Jeremy Chin. The rest of that defense can go shove a thumb up their ass. They all suck. Like, they're not Hassan good. Reddick, two sacks. Again, Hassan Reddick had two Jets. sacks Mekhi against Beckton the Jets. In the middle of the game. Against the Jets. Hassan Reddick has five, has five sacks all season for the Arizona Cardinals. Every single year he played for the Cardinals, he had five sacks a season. All five would come in one game. It's a better defense than you think. Uh, they're, they're not. I agree Josh, they are improved. They yeah. are still very young. And, and this is this is where I am at with Jameis because for me, when I was going through and looking at these matchups, it was really between Jameis in this spot or Jared Goff, and we have a rule: no more Jared Goff on the upside play. Yeah. If you put Jared and, Goff in this spot, I would have punched my screen. <laughs> I would have punched my screen. I don't even mention him by name on the show. <sighs> so for me, yeah, it, look, I understand the passing yardage numbers were not there. I'm not ready to say that Carolina is a vastly improved run defense. Because I grossly overestimated the Jets rushing offense because they had none last week. Absolutely none. They have Alvin Kamara. Kamara is going to have his fair share in this game. All Jameis has to do is not make mistakes. And I don't last week. see. And that's what I'm saying. And the Packers, to me, are still a better defense than the Carolina Panthers. Yeah, they, well, they both suck. That's a stretch. Again, I mean, better. I, mean, I, I didn't say they're like top five. They're better than the Panthers. I mean, they're both like FCS opinion. level defenses. So I, I guess you know they're in the. Same there's a better division. pass rush. Theoretically, there's you, there's typically a better pass rush from Green Bay. Yeah, I, that uh, yeah, I guess that's fair. Preston Smith and Zadarius Smith and Kenny Clark. And I, I, I'll Gary give you that mixed in there as well. So I'll give you that. Um, I, I'm you know I'm curious to see if J.C. Horn continues to to grow i mean we obviously we saw what Corey davis did a lot of that was playing catch up which is fine that's what we're all expecting from Corey davis going forward but the way that sean payton is calling this offense all he's basically saying is all right Jameis, hit your spot that's it and right now he's doing it and i right now i don't see carolina being a team that's going to throw him off balance and for me that like i'm gonna take those points Five touchdowns against the Packers? No, no, I did not see that. It's the first time in NFL history anybody has ever thrown 
five touchdowns with less than 150 yards. That is an unfathomable stat for me, especially when it is next to Jameis Winston's name. Well, he's going to throw. He's going to air it out, guy. He's, he's going to throw, throw eighty-five this season. There you so, go. Yeah. All right. Let's let's hear the bad side of things now from uh, from Mr. Weiss. Down I just there. don't get how we're acting like last week is any indication of what Jameis is. He threw like twenty passes. Um, I think four of them, maybe five, were to the wide receivers. He didn't have to go outside. He didn't have to do anything. And I refute every bad thing you're saying about the Panthers' defense. Last year, if we're just going by last year's stats, while Carolina did have 12 fewer sacks, they also had 12 more QB pressures than Green Bay. They're at least, as of last year, the same pass rush, and I think the addition of Hassan Reddick makes that better. I think Carolina gets after him. I think Christian McCaffrey is going to provide the weapon that Green Bay clearly couldn't find last week that's going to help Carolina score. There's not going to be two turnovers in five minutes like we saw out of Rodgers to get them from behind. And Jameis is going to have to throw more than 20 passes and he's going to turn the ball over. I, I don't see anything like what we saw this week whatsoever. I don't think it's a repeat of the game. And like I said, I'm a full believer of Carolina's defense. I think they're going to be way better. Obviously they struggle with Corey Davis in garbage time. This isn't that I'm not worried whatsoever about the saints wide receivers, not worried about their tight ends. I, I Kamara is the only one you have to worry about. And Carolina has their own Kamara. I think I, I just don't buy it whatsoever. I don't think 20 pass Jameis Winston is not what we're going to see every week. I agree. I'm not saying he's only going to throw 20 passes, but if you're saying, oh, he's going to turn the ball over twice, this dude threw 30 freaking interceptions in a season and was still a top five quarterback. So but it's not like he... a couple turnovers does not matter to me at this point. But in the weeks where he turned the ball over heavily, he wasn't a top 10 or top 12 quarterback that week. He was a top five on averages when it was all said and done because of his high weeks carry. Because he was throwing a lot of touchdowns. And guess what Jameis Winston does? He throws a lot of touchdowns. On pace for 85 this year. (laughs) On pace for 85 touchdowns this year. What's more impressive? He's on pace for 85 touchdowns or Chandler Jones is on pace for 85 sacks? If any of you say the former, you're wrong. Just I was going to say, I think it's the sacks, honestly. <laughs> it kind of has to be. Yeah, 85 sacks. Chandler Jones had an absolutely unreal game. Um, but a couple questions that came in um, before I, I just want to quickly touch on T- DJ Moore because I actually had him as my downside, um, and I'll tell you why I switched him to my upside. Um, Boss Man Fat asked another question. He got offered Melvin Gordon for Robbie Anderson. He took the Gordon side of things. Um, and he's asking if we think uh, Javante is going to consistently take away from Gordon, and he basically just asked straight up who won that trade. Um, I'll give him the bad news. You lost the trade. Um, if you, I personally, personally, I, I think, I think it's a pretty trade. fair trade in all honesty. I think it's a fair trade right now, yeah. but down the line, yeah, I, I think, I do all think, of think us Williams expect. is going to be the guy. I mean, yeah. if you look at if you look at the numbers, Williams, Gordon, literally the exact same number of snaps. Like Gordon yeah. had the one big run. Like if, if Williams has that run, we're talking a completely different story here because we all we all want and expect Williams to take that job, but now it's just all right. Well, now it's a week delay. Next week, maybe it's yeah. another week delayed. We don't know. But again, it was one run. Like, and these are the types of things that can sway public opinion when you're not looking at the full story. And yeah, again, like with Robbie Anderson, he only had one catch, the one big catch for 57 yards. So how involved is he going to be going forward? But again, it's against the Jets. He didn't need to be that involved. They're going to have to keep throwing the football. He is right now their number one guy. So, 
Well, and that's the big thing I was going to say is the one thing is Robbie Anderson is replaceable from your waiver wire as a wide receiver three. If Gordon could at the very least give you RB two numbers, maybe RB three numbers, he's a lot less replaceable on the waiver wire. So while it's not an immediate win on the trade, it might not be a flat out loss either, depending on how you work the waivers later. Agreed. Yeah. And he's, he, he even said that he thinks uh, Terrence Marshall and McCaffrey take away from Robbie Anderson. And that, that is a very fair assessment. Uh, and he's saying he just he had, he had a goose egg at halftime. Um, I, again, my, my only thing is that uh, I think Melvin Gordon literally becomes irrelevant in that offense. And I don't see it. I, I, don't, I, just, I don't think I, they're I just going to give up on him. They're not going to run. Yeah, no, I, unless he gets hurt, that's the only oh, way yeah. that I see him being irrelevant. Because, okay. uh, again... Snap counts, Ryan, you wrote about them for how many years with the ballers? You know yeah. they matter. And right now, they're a literal 50-50 split. And that tells that's me... what they were doing with Gordon and Lindsay, too. I was just so. going to say, a 50-50 split in week one tells me they're trying to keep both guys fresh. That's And that's we talked yeah. about that. But this all started when we had John Helmkamp, and John made the joke about Javonta Williams going there because they use their running backs interchangeably. It's not thunder and lightning it's thunder and thunder basically they're going to use them the same exact way and josh said it great maybe javanta breaks the touchdown next week but gordon could easily do it the following week i just don't see his work going away damn i'm glad i i'm glad i shit on your trade and you still subscribe <laughs> i appreciate you man i appreciate you that's why we do the analysis joe <laughs> get the fuck out of here i they come for the real stuff yeah, they come for real stuff. That's right. The real, the real answers. Um, so I'll, I'll touch on DJ Moore. Uh, I had DJ Moore as a downside uh, originally just because uh, Marshawn Lattimore. I am not the biggest Marshawn Lattimore believer in the world. But then for, uh, for some reason, I just went back and just, just curious to see how DJ Moore has played against the Saints because I, like, I, yeah. I thought I remembered out. like, yeah, I, I was like, I thought I remember like he had a good game here and there. And I went back. There's only like one game where he's like not startable and he has scored four total touchdowns against the Saints and he has 10 touchdowns in his entire career. And Lattimore's <laughs> out with a thumb injury right now. So What? I said Lattimore's out with a thumb injury. Yeah. Oh, that's fantastic. Didn't even know. Literally that. injured his thumb that day, the day before, signed a five-year, almost $100 million extension and now he's out in depth. You heard it on Simon. Yeah. <laughs> God, solid, the worst case pen. of carpal tunnel you could ever yeah. get. Don't you hate when you grip the pilot G2O just a little too tight when signing the contract? Don't you hate it? Um, but yeah, all right, well, that even, I mean, that helps my DJ Moore being an upside even more. But I mean, even if Lattimore was in the lineup, D DJ Moore had, we know how much DJ Moore sucks at getting in the end zone. 40% of his scores in his career have come against this team. So. And they're all from like 40, 50 yards out too. Yeah. Yes, they they are all um they're all they're all pretty long. Uh, I will say all four did come in New Orleans, but I don't think that like I don't really that doesn't really I don't play into that too much. Um, I I I love these uh I love these questions coming in because it means we don't have to go through our show doc and it makes it more intriguing for uh for the for the uh, for the fans. exactly. Um, Boss man is crying over Demarcus Lawrence. Yeah, yeah, we uh we heard about that, and that's basically the only good good player on Dallas's defense right now. Yeah, um, yeah so yeah. it sucks for that. I think you're gonna see Parsons start rushing more because that's freaking. They're gonna need him to. He has. They need it. Yeah, 
Yeah, but he's yeah, very fast. Um, Will asking start DJ Moore or DJ Chark? Um, oh, I think you already answered that one, Joe. Former. Yeah. Um, actually, I I was surprised. DJ Chark actually didn't have a terrible game. Like I, it's, garbage time makeup. <laughs> like, but uh, garbage time makeup. Well, they're doing that every week though. This might be Blake Bortles era era Jacksonville here. So yeah, no, sure. Austin Eckler was not an RB uh, starting running back, Chris. Okay, I already talked about the Browns being absolutely terrible. Okay, I talked about how they had six months to prepare for Tyree Kill, and they decided John Johnson a safety. Was this is why option. you downgrade, but don't completely fade, Joe. Oh no, I, I well, I didn't, I didn't say sit Tyree Kill for the record because I, you have to start Tyree Kill because we talk about it, boom or bust. You have to play him. Yep. Um, I said sit Austin Eckler straight up, and I was correct on that. So I'm going to take the victory lap there. Uh, Carrington, I hope I said that right, Hobbs, uh, didn't win the Fab War on Elijah Mitchell. Thank God. Uh, so you grab <laughs> Jeff Wilson yes. for nothing and put him in the IR. Um, once everyone's back, he's asking who's the lead guy. Uh, Carrington? No, nobody, because it's the 49ers offense. Yeah, but I will say I think Jeff Wilson ends up in goal line duty, thus becomes the most valuable back of the bunch. Yeah, and, and that's what he showed the last couple of years. Like they yep. put him in in these short yardage situations, and he comes away with like eight carries for two touchdowns. Like it's, it's unreal. I, yeah, I think I think in in four eyed, someone we only have a hundred dollars of Fab. I believe in that in that division. Um, yes. Someone spent 55%, so $55 of their fab on Elijah Mitchell. I'm like... I'll have you beat yeah. on that one, Joe. In my Scott Fishbowl division, one of my division mates literally dropped all $100. Yeah, I heard, I've heard that from some Scott I, Fishbowl. I, yeah. I, don't, I don't understand. Did we not learn Here, Here's the thing. Here's the thing. We, exactly. we know how valuable the starting running back in San Francisco can be. But is he going to fucking start? Again, that, that is a question mark. I get it. But what if he does that? And that's, that's the literal question. What if he does, because if he does, you couldn't have spent enough to get him, even if you want him for a hundred bucks. And and that, that's the game that you play when it comes to fab and the way I just, I don't, I, I understand they did it last week. I don't see them leaning on one guy like that. I don't see it being Detroit every week. I, I, I dug into the stories hard on San Francisco because I was a big IU guy. But I I heard Mitchell made the team because he was better suited for special teams than Trey Sermon. When I say made the team, I mean made the active on Sunday. They immediately go out and get Trent Cannon today, a special teams yep. guy. That tells me you're now going to use Sermon and Mitchell as running backs. And I, it's it's going to be interesting. But I I I advised my my people who follow me, and Carrington was one of them. Thirty three percent was the most I was willing to go on Mitchell. If you could land him at thirty three, great. If you couldn't, let somebody else overspend. So. Some dude spent fifty five dollars, fifty five percent of his fab on Elijah Mitchell. I spent five percent of my fab on Sterling Shepard. Yep, Sterling Shepard made it through waivers in a few of my leagues, and I was able I, to pick him up for free. I don't, I don't understand. I don't understand. Like, it 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 blows my mind. I I tend to only blow my fab late later in the season when like I know there's a guy mostly solidified. I this to me reeks not as bad as Dearness Johnson, but it reeks of Dearness jo- people putting too much on Dearness Johnson and him. Yeah. I mean he literally did nothing. Yeah, I think Elijah yeah. I think Elijah Mitchell does something, but 
not so Ryan's enough to point, warrant I think it's so basically going to be right now because of the display week one. Elijah Mitchell is going to get first crack at running away with this. Yeah, game. it could be a Tyson Williams yeah, thing where. Really, yeah. Yeah. Can we talk about why crack. Tyson Williams only had nine carries and Latavius Murray had 10? Because he could not block on third down. Yep. Like he saw... absolutely whiffed yeah, there on was that a big passing whiff. down uh, situation in the in overtime that caused If you him. have a mobile quarterback and yep. you whiff on a block, you lose your job. Playing I mean, I guess if you have any quarterback and you whiff on your block, but in that situation with the game on the line, you lose your job. That's all it comes cool. down to. Cool. You know, all I'm saying is Baltimore led for most of that game. And we say, oh, the way Baltimore wins games is when they lead and run the football. And Tyson Williams averaged 7.2 yards per carry and looked like a lightning bolt when he broke through the offensive line where Latavius Murray looked 32 years old. So I'm confused why John Harbaugh is an idiot and didn't play Tyson Williams more on first and second down. (laughs) Like, Like, no one expects you to pass. Right. If you're the Ravens, no one, you have the lowest passing volume offense the last two seasons in the NFL. No one expects you to pass, right? If you put Latavius Murray in, people still don't expect you to pass. It's fair. They still don't. So it blows my mind. Um, Okay. Uh, Hans, Jerry Judy was dropped in his 12 team league. Would you use top waivers to pick him up? Uh, He dropped Tevin Coleman. I I would do that. Kevin Coleman for Jerry Judy, if you have the depth. Well, I mean, to me, it's if you have the IR. If you, yeah, if you have an IR, have an IR spot, yes. Um, but I, I'm going to be honest. I don't think I would use t- top waivers to get him. I I don't know. I'm not. I'm yeah, not I, I think that's kind of a situation where I'd let the waivers run. Yeah. If somebody picks him up, great. If not, hold on to that spot, especially if you're in a rolling waivers where – it's not going to, you know, reset each week for whoever's the last place. Yeah, I guess that's a really good point. Yeah, if you can hold that like top waiver spot, that top spot. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, agreed. Um, is OBJ going to play anytime soon, Matt Mendez? I think they're like... just easing him in at this point. Yeah. like you know, it was a middle season ACL injury. Uh, I mean, look, we we saw Saquon this past week. He didn't look all that hot. Yeah. First so, and foremost, Matt Mendez, childhood friend, worst fantasy player that I've ever played in a football <laughs> league with. So, so Matt, finally... Matt, ready? Here's, here's this, right? This is great. So I play in a league with oh someone, too, who is atrocious. <laughs> On CBS Sports, they did something this year where you can look back at the history of the league. Since I joined that league, my average finish is third place, and I have the best win percentage in the most points for since I entered the league. Um, and that's obviously that's all based on averages. The dude who has been in the league for 11 seasons, he has the worst win percentage of any team by 10%. Like it is by far the worst. The lowest average points for the most points against, which kind of sucks in, for him. Yeah, points against. Um, but Matt, whatever your instinct is, do the exact opposite, right? I, I just read a book, The Savannah Bananas, one of their owners, Jesse Cole, wrote, and it says, Whatever you think is normal, do the opposite. So whatever you think is right, do the opposite because it might it probably work out in your favor. Yeah, um, just to go back to his actual question, um, covered the Browns for football guys during the offseason, preseason. OBJ never participated in any full practice. So while he is more healthy than he used to be, he's not ready for a game yet. Just putting it bluntly, I don't think you see him in September. I think first game in October, you'll finally see him play. 
Uh, boss man, should he trade Montgomery for Najee Harris or another underperforming running back or stay keep? So yeah, you're going to keep David Montgomery. I was going to say, you don't want and, my answer to that. Cause I am anti Najee. Yeah. So. You, you've and, been anti Najee since I, the summer, I would, so. I, I was never anti Najee. I was anti Steelers offensive. My line. apologies. I love Najee. Let me be very clear. I am against that offense for, well, and, that running offense for fantasy. And, and we very much saw how piss poor. Yep. The Steelers' offensive line is, and let's be straight, Buffalo's defense is good. They don't really have, like, a stud to clog the middle. Tremaine Edmonds is a great linebacker, but they don't have, like, a stud that's going to, like, plug the middle and really take any gaps away. Yeah. Najee Harris is, is a giant human being, and even he couldn't withstand the awful Steelers' offensive line. The, the people that were taking Najee Harris early, more power to you. You really messed up. Because the, the one Steelers thing that offensive I do line is that so is bad. Encouraging for me, though, with Najee, he played 100%, 100% of snaps. Yep. Yeah. 100%. Sure. Yeah. He's totally. not coming off the field. Yeah. So, and that's and that's great. Yeah. You're not. And you're, you're not gonna, gonna have some David plus Montgomery. matchups where teams don't have a pass rush and that offensive line, it's not gonna matter. But oh, you're gonna the one see thing you're week. seeing is that there, this offense only operates within the first ten yards. They they cannot push the ball down the field. Big Ben just does not have the arm strength right what? now. What? Watching Big Ben play, I was embarrassed for him. He yeah. looks like a fat old man trying to play a young man's sport, and it's ugly. Yeah. In in his first two carries. And I say David, that as a fat old man. So yeah. <laughs> Ryan knows from personal experience. Yeah. <laughs> in his first two carries, David Montgomery outscored Najee Harris. And Najee Harris played in it, the the entire game. <laughs> In two carries, David Montgomery outscored Najee Harris, who played 100% of the snaps. Yeah, it's that, one of those situations where, for me, Monty is ahead of Najee. Oh I'm all God. about if you want to try to, like, go buy Najee, but you, you don't undersell. You, you don't do not, give up yeah, Monty. You do not give yeah. up Monty. It blows my mind that David Montgomery was lasting as long as he did in fourth round. Drafts. I, Ryan, I got him in the seventh. Like, oh, how Jesus. is that possible? I don't, yeah. I don't understand that. Um, we're not going to get to the show doc today, and it's great. I absolutely love that. <laughs> um, Chris, Chris, again, going at it with the Eckler thing, uh, I did not say bench Austin Eckler for Mike Davis because Mike Davis is garbage, and so is the Atlanta Falcons offense. Um, and he said Eckler outscored Zeke, Najee, Henry, Gibson, and Aaron Jones. That's true. You would never have Austin Eckler and any of those guys on the same team. Maybe Aaron Jones, maybe Antonio Gibson, but... <laughs> You can start two running backs as far as I'm concerned. And one of them you would bench would have been Austin Eckler. Um, so again, in all my leagues, I benched Eckler. I made out like a bandit and scored more points. Uh, I said, if you have the capital and you have the people to bench Austin Eckler, please bench Austin Eckler because he's not going to be a good running back this week. His one touchdown from a yard out saved him. He didn't have a single target and he had 50 rushing yards. The, I think you've hit the nail on the head about Austin Eckler in general is the running backs, a position group that you would expect to be targeted eight to 11 times a game were targeted once. And it was Justin Jackson. Um, I it's, it's not what you expect. It's obviously a new offensive coordinator. I'm worried about, did we put too much faith in Eckler's value? I'm not, if I'm, I'm not, not mistaken, the that. first game last year, he, he also have had targets. zero targets. Yeah. And, and, and everybody was freaking, freaking out. out then. And he was just fine. So, but this is a new regime. I'm, I understand that. Yeah. And again, it's it, did did they not talk all off season that Mike Williams was going to be the X and play just like Michael Thomas? And look how they targeted him. Yeah. 
they they, they played the matchup and it, it, it's going to be a week to week thing. I'm not worried about Eckler from a passing perspective. Well, no, that okay, but you're you're saying things I don't want to hear. With my pass catching running backs, I don't want it to be a week to week thing. I want six to eight targets a week if I'm relying on a guy for passing volume. He'll get it this week because Mike Williams is going to get blanketed. Uh, well, uh, I mean, they, they, with Dallas, what? <laughs> I was going to say, Trayvon Diggs absolutely <laughs> shut down Mike Evans. Um, go I, I, go I at Jordan Lewis in the slot because that's where Keenan Allen is. Keenan Allen's going to go for 14 catches this week. Yeah. Keenan Allen could play against Deion Sanders and still get open, so that that doesn't change my mind on anything. I would I would start Keenan Allen against Deion Sanders in his prime. Like that's I would I would do that because he's that good of a. I'll route start runner. Keenan Allen every week except if he has a sprained ankle and tells me to start him, and then I will not. Start <laughs> then he will not start him. <laughs> um. Uh, Question from my brother. Um, gee, just you know, you know, for the future, proper English is commas, not four ors. I like all the ors. <laughs> Robbie Anderson or Corey Davis or Kareem Hunt or JD McKissick or Tyson Williams um, in the flex. And I'll even say, Boss Man Fat chimed in. He says Corey Davis, Kareem Hunt, or uh, Robbie, and he would go Corey Davis. Uh, Davis is playing the Patriots. He's going to go up against J.C. Jackson. I don't foresee there being enough garbage time to the point where Corey Davis does what he did against Carolina. And more importantly, Joe, as a part of my lessons of why Corey Davis is my downside this week is Bill Belichick takes away your best weapon. There is no other weapon. There is no weapon. It's Corey Davis. <laughs> well, the best weapon. I'm on like... board Kareem Hunt this week. I, I like I, yeah, Kareem Hunt against the Texans. I like that too. I was yep. going to say their best weapon is Makai Becton and Bill Belichick had a hit put out on him last week. So, Oh my God. Already... Did you guys see the tweet from Justin Freeman from football guys where he pointed out that in Dan Campbell's first game, Raheem Mostert left without a kneecap. Oh my God. <laughs> That's okay. That's kind of that funny. Savage. That's kind of funny. Savage. Kind of funny. Is it is it terrible? Yes. Is it hilarious? <laughs> also, yes. Like there, it can be both things. That's that's funny. That's great. It won the internet for me. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> okay, can we can we say that Clap Nuts also wins the internet for the yeah? Uh, for the Faith name? wouldn't even say his name on Saturday. Joe, Clap we Nuts. You. What seriously? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, will, I don't I don't care what your name is. As, I don't care what your name is as long as it's not offensive. I will yeah. say it. Clap Nuts. That's a great name. Uh, and I don't know what the profile picture is, but it's, it looks amazing. Um, he's saying, does he drop Russell Gage for Jalen Rager, KJ Hamler, Tim Patrick, or Devontae Parker? Well, our pick him up this week is Tim Patrick. Yeah, I would definitely take Tim Patrick over Russell Gage. Uh, yeah, I would take Tim I Patrick take over. Parker I, over Gage. I would. Patrick over Gage. And yeah, Rager I would. Over Gage. R- Rager is still on the fence for me, but I would, pr- I, yeah, I would go Patrick Parker and Jalen Rager. Yeah, Rager burnt me pretty bad last year. I'll probably stay away from him for most of this year. Yeah, I mean, oh, and I think we, I, I said it in the Broncos preview because I had Tim Patrick as my sleeper. She did. If a single Broncos wide receiver goes down, Tim Patrick is startable in most leagues. He is startable. He's shown he can play. And another guy that it blows my mind no one signs them, signs him or trades for him as their wide receiver too. Zach Pascal, why why has no team went and got Zach Pascal when he clearly excels at the game of football? Yep, it blows my mind. And, and he I took all the slot snaps from Paris Campbell. Yep, 
Because he's better than Paris say, Campbell. Paris well, they, Campbell they moved Campbell outside, did. which I found less than appetizing. Yeah. Um, and, but also, I, I, I don't – again, we don't know how Devontae Parker shakes out when Will Fuller comes back in week three. But no, he comes for, back this week. No, yep. he is in two-game suspension. No, one game. Only one game. Fuck me. I thought it was two. Okay. Uh, stay away from Devontae Parker until we know how that offense shakes out. Because, again, still check down City. Yeah. Uh, for Tua Tagovailoa. If the first read isn't there, that sucks. Tua is probably just going to take a sack or try and run. It's very scary, that Dolphins offense. Um, Matt, uh, he said, Ryan, you weren't lying. Um, myself making our playoffs, he said there was get a to win the point. Let's hear about this Welker trade. <laughs> the Welker trade if you want a good laugh. So I'm going to give an even better part of the story that I don't even know that Mendez knows or remembers. But So Marlia, this was when she was still in our home league had sold out, got Peyton Manning, needed a wide receiver to make a playoff push. I'm actually at Matt's house and she and Matt are negotiating a trade on the Yahoo app. And she texts me and she's like, I want to try to get Wes Welker off of Mendez. And I was like, offer him Tim Hightower. He's can probably I ask, 2009, can I 162 target Wes Welker. Okay, so this is Welker in his prime. Okay. And this is when Hightower would have a good game every three games, enough to make it look like a decent season. Throwback to Tim Hightower. To okay. make it even worse, I'm sitting there, complete arbitrage, and talk Mendez into taking this awful trade to my wife while I'm sitting at his house. I'm like, yeah, Tim Hightower could do whatever the hell Tim Hightower could do to get Marlia Wes Welker to get her to go on and win the championship. So Mendez is famous for having traded Wes Welker for fucking Tim Hightower. So. You know what, Matt? I'm gonna, I'll do you one better. Someone in my league last year traded Alvin Kamara for Travis Fulgham. So you definitely don't have the worst Oh, was, it, was that the flex time. depth guy? That was, that was for the flex depth. <laughs> he traded Alvin Kamara for flex depth with Travis Fulgham. Flex depth. Could you imagine? Could you imagine? Hey, guess who won the championship that year? The dude that traded for Alvin Kamara. Yeah. Like, he had Alvin Kamara and Derrick Henry on his team. Good Lord. Like what the hell? Like oh god, that was that was the one time I wish as a commissioner, nothing will ever beat home leagues ever. Nope. That was Just that was the one ever. time as a commissioner I wish I could veto a trade because I literally thought that was collusion. I'm like, there's no way anyone in their right mind made this trade. I still believe it's collusion. I I don't believe <laughs> flex depth. Flex depth. Oh, flex god. depth. All right, boss man. I just want to get out of the way. Do not trade David Montgomery at all costs. Do not trade David Montgomery. I don't care who it's for. Unless you are getting Keenan Allen, Devontae Adams. Don't trade. Like, don't. Don't trade David Montgomery. He is very clearly active in that offense. Well, And is the best piece outside of Allen Robinson. And that's what I was going to say. Maybe not straight, but if you think the Gibby owner or the Aaron Jones owner is down and you can get some flex depth, <laughs> Ryan, shut up. Ryan, shut up. Shut up, you idiot. You idiot. You moron. But in all I was going to say, these, these are you know two running backs that I actually would take That's over. That's what I'm Montgomery. saying. So if you think, but those again, like are down. I, the way that I would structure this would be like, all right, give me, you know, add a wide receiver on each end to it, maybe improve on one side or the other. And then it's like, okay, cool. Like you're still to me, you're getting a better piece of the like I, I'm all on board Antonio Gibson this year, and he's going to absolutely destroy the Giants on Thursday night. Aaron Jones, look, oh, he's going to smoke the Lions this week. He oh, smokes yeah, Detroit absolutely. every year at home. He will kill them. 
David Montgomery plays the Cincinnati Bengals. Please, please, just hold on to him. If you have David Montgomery in your leagues, hold on to him unless someone is uh, literally offering you the farm for David Montgomery. Yeah. Please. Like Aaron Jones and Flex Tip. Yeah. Yeah. Aaron Jones. Well, here's the thing. If someone's offering you Trent Sherfield for David Montgomery, I feel like that's a no brainer. Yeah. Right? Because clearly Trent Sherfield is better than Brandon Ayuk. So that, that right there, that's a no brainer. Also, if they're offering you like, James O'Shaughnessy from the Jaguars for we'll tight end depth. I feel like that's but like that's in all seriousness, really trade. like what if the Gibby owner or the Jones manager has Mike Evans, a guy who they might be down on, and you could get Evans and another RB one for Monty. You make that trade. That's what yeah. I'm getting at. So. He has Devo- he has Devontae Adams. No, you're fine. He has um, Devontae. You Adams. gotta start three wide receivers. He has Devontae Adams. He's fine. Um, Wasn't he fine did. last week. To- totally fine. Yeah, that's that's okay. That's okay. It's one week. <laughs> one week. Um, and yeah, Ryan put in the private chat. Good time to plug starts at different day. Uh, yeah, we do starts at different day every Saturday. I again will not be attending because I am working a marathon from four thirty in the morning until. So apparently, I'm night. hosting the show then because Faith can't make it yeah, either Faith's on Saturday. Too. Oh, guys, <laughs> we'll, have a great well time, you know what? You should probably just wait till week three. There's no need to tune in <laughs> if Josh is hosting a show. No, we it's do right. starts. We starts right. at different day. It'll be day. me, Ryan, and Kira. So oh, all about we, it. We do starts at different day. Every Saturday, 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 10 p.m. Central. Um, we do it every Saturday, so you can get uh, our opinion as well. We literally don't come with the show doc. Our, our show sheet is about a page and a half injuries <laughs> um, that I read off and make fun of. Uh, if if necessary, I'm not making fun of injuries. I'm just like, oh, Raheem Mostert on IR. What Who do you know? Thought? Um, you know, things like that. But we do that every single Saturday. Um, so you can not only get ours, but we bring on a guest every single week as well so you can get their opinions um, as well. Before we get to the rest of some of these questions, I'm just going to fly through downside stream of the week, Thrive Props, just so we Let's can get that out of the way. Um, Josh is 3-1 last week on downside. He has Big Ben this week, home against the Raiders, Saquon in Washington tomorrow night, Mike Williams against the Dallas Cowboys uh, with their giant blanket of a secondary, and Mark Andrews at home against Kansas City on Monday Night Football, um, correct? No, Sunday Night Football. Sunday Night Football. Monday Night yeah. is the yeah. Packers Lions. Yep. Uh, Ryan, you were five hundred last week, two and two. Uh, you have Jameis Winston in Carolina. James Robinson. You have James Robinson in Cleveland. Is it James Robinson at home against? Oh, home? in Denver. My bad. At home against Denver. Okay. Yeah. I wanted to change it, but I wasn't sure if it was like if you meant like David Johnson. I got Houston and Jacksonville or... confused because they played each other. No, I meant James Robinson in Denver. James Robinson at home against Denver. Uh, Corey Davis at home against the uh, Patriots and Gerald Everett at home against the Titans. I was one, two, and one last week. Who was my who was my tie? Who didn't play? Evan Ingram was out. Evan Ingram did not play. Thank you. Yeah. Um, He's also been ruled out for Thursday night this week as well. Fun times, good times. Uh, my downsides: I have Lamar Jackson against Kansas City. Baltimore still hasn't figured out that team. They still haven't figured out the Chiefs. Uh, Elijah Mitchell at Philadelphia out of spite. Uh, <laughs> Calvin Ridley in Tampa Bay. He had three catches in the first drive, and then he f- apparently Atlanta forgot that they had the best receiver in the NFL on their team because Calvin Ridley was non-existent. Yeah. Um, and then I, Darren Waller against Pittsburgh. If you if you if you tuned in late, I all I said was if if Pittsburgh doesn't realize that Darren Waller is going to be targeted 19 times a game, and they don't triple cover him, then then you know what. I deserve egg on my face 
for Darren Waller as my downside because Pittsburgh has the defensive. Don't worry, personnel. I'll have Maggie prepared for next Wednesday. Listen, <laughs> if Pitt, I listen, I, I Baltimore does not have the defensive personnel to to deal with Darren Waller. The Steelers do, so they have the personnel to double cover him and still be okay in other areas. So if they don't, fuck me, I guess. Because I thought that the Browns were going to high-low in double-cover Tyree Kill, and apparently they said, nah, Joe, we're going to put him one-on-one with a safety. That's what we said. God, the coaching in the NFL sucks. It (laughs) sucks. It is so bad. I don't get it. If one team does something good, why doesn't every team copy it? It makes no sense. They used to be that way. They used to call it the copycat league, and now yes. they just don't. Everybody wants to be different and wrong. Ego-driven league. Yep. Yeah. Oh, God, so stupid. Uh, all right. Ryan, your stream of the week, not good last week. Let's no. Just... Missed quarterback, missed tight end, hit on defense. defense all in all, good. if you watch my videos, I gave you 15 picks. Only four were right. But on this show, we're just focusing on the top guys. Quarterback was mediocre. Tight end was a big old goose big egg win. train wreck. Oof. But I was right about Carolina, and I'm gonna be right about him again this week. But anyway, <laughs> you know, you know, you know what's interesting is all of last year, Ryan actually was hot and cold at every position except, except defense, defense. Defense, where yeah. he Num- lit the number world six, on number six fantasy pros ranker on team defense this week, <laughs> out of like 200 people. <laughs> Yeah, so Ryan does a pretty I, good there's job. There's one thing defense. I'm great at. It's the thing it's people defense. hate most about fantasy football. Yeah, it's defense. Um, this week, he has Teddy Two Gloves in Jacksonville as his stream of the week quarterback. Uh, tight end, Jared Cook in Dallas. I was actually thinking about putting Jared Cook as my upside tight end uh, because of how piss poor I that. I you had Teddy Two Gloves as your upside quarterback. So. Yeah, I didn't even look at your stream of the week before I even put that in there. Um, and uh, your defensive special teams, you have the New York Giants tomorrow night in Washington against the football team. Uh, my kicker of the week, Matt Gay in Indianapolis. I didn't realize how big of a leg he had, and yeah. he's pretty accurate too. Um, so I like Matt Gay in well, Indianapolis he, again. I mean, the Rams didn't have a great season last year, but he damn near saved their season because they were having kicker problems all year long until they brought him in. So. Yeah, and he, he has a boot on yep. him as well. Talk about boots. A.J. Cole for the Raiders? Holy shit. He can punt. Like, dude was yeah. in the back of his own end zone and punted to the opposing 30-yard line. Un- unreal. He was he was arguably the best player for the Raiders up until Baltimore shit their pants in that game. Um, all right, thriving on props. So our Thrive Props Thursday night. Well, if you listened to us last week, you might have won some money because we were all 1-0 yeah. in our picks. Uh, Josh, you got Saquon under 62 and a half rushing yards for reference. Austin Eckler had 57 last week, I believe. Uh, and that is for 100 points. So you're basically, you're even money right there. Um, Ryan, you have Sterling Shepard over 51 and a half receiving yards. I second that. Uh, you are even money there as well. Uh, and I am going Logan Thomas over a half uh, receiving touchdown. So it basically just has to catch a touchdown. Um, it is favored on the under. So you are getting more points if this hits at 115. Um, I don't know. I feel like New York's defense can, or Washington can at least get in the red zone and their big red zone target is Logan Thomas. I was saying we're back to last year's Washington offense, which is McLaurin and Thomas all day long. So, yep. so I'm going to go Logan Thomas there. Uh, and I, I, sorry, I literally, 
if again, if you tune in late, I just typed into the show doc 10 minutes before the show began. So I don't even, I haven't even looked at any lines this week for blurred lines. All you need to know is two for three last week. Um, Indianapolis, you're dead to me. I'm never betting on you the rest of the season. You suck. <laughs> well, so, I took that out of this show sheet because we're supposed to be doing little five-minute videos yeah. of your blurred oh, lines. Stuff. But um, we do have a blurred yeah. lines article if you want some betting lines. Yes. Just dropped yes. two hours before the show started. So yeah, yeah, I am. I'm. I'm very aware of what we're supposed to be doing. I. <laughs> I'm aware. I want you to know. I want you to know. I'm aware, and it's just not happening. I just want. I want you to know that I actively know that I'm not doing these things. Uh, and I just don't have the time. You just don't so I, I promise you after next week, I should be clear because we don't have any big events that I have to deal with. So we should be in the clear. Um, I, I will put out a tweet from the club fantasy handle. I'll put out a tweet from my own handle, letting you know my picks of the week. So we can at least get it out there. Um, but I legitimately haven't had any time to look at pro football focuses like win probabilities and cover probabilities. Haven't had a second to look at that. Um, so I can't, I don't even know who the underdog is, but we were two and three last week. Really good start to the season. Uh, if you followed us picks, you made money. So um, hopefully you did because they were all minus 110. I think Houston was even money actually at plus three if you bet it. Um, so you, you, you won, won good money last week. There are so many questions yeah, and I love it. Let's run them um, down. Okay. Let's start with Martin Victorious. Josh Allen against Miami, Dak against the Chargers. This is a very good question. How do you have both of them on your team is my really first question here. I would go I would go Dak. I mean Also Dak. Yeah, they're very clearly gonna throw in that offense. Josh. God, it's so hard for me to recommend sitting Josh Allen, but I yeah, oh yeah. I think I would lean Dak. It's just they're they're going to throw fifty times. Yep. And let, let, let's be real here. Buffalo is also going to throw a lot because they don't have a run game. Yeah. But it, Buffalo has a decent defense. The Cowboys don't. Dak is required to yeah, throw that, every game. That Buffalo game could easily end 17-3. to three. Yeah. <laughs> That Chargers game is ending 117. I saw a fun yeah. stat. I saw a fun stat. Dallas answer. has not won a football game without scoring more than 30 points since 2018 wow wow okay so so sorry quickly like, that looking, is bonkers to me i'm looking at the line <laughs> the, i'm just looking at the over under the over under is 55 points i was gonna say it's got to be 56 but it's a, a lock like i'm sorry a lock question question mark that's easy i the over was 52 in the bucks cowboys game week one that's smashed so yeah, I, so again, it's not it's not a blurred lines pick, but if you want a betting pick for the week, the over in the Chargers Cowboys yeah. game looks pretty enticing. Um, yeah, like le legit. Okay, this is hilarious because I was I was going to give you a quick pick right now as I'm going through. I I told you the the line is twelve and a half for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They're they are projected to cover that according to Pro Football Focus. That is how bad the Atlanta Falcons are. Yep. Well, I mean, you score six points against the Eagles. This <laughs> is not looking great for Atrocious. you. Atrocious. Okay. Um, let me let me go through here. Uh, Paul, Elijah Mitchell or Damian Harris the rest of the season? Damian Harris, and it's not even close. Josh. Yes. It's closer for me than I know either of you will want to agree with. I, I've been steadfastly against the whole, like, RB2 upside of Damian Harris because he doesn't catch passes. We saw him fumble late 
We saw Ramondre Stevenson fumble. We know how much Bill Belichick hates fumbles. Again, I, I understand he's going into his third season, but he's still essentially a second year guy because he only played what like nine snaps his yeah, rookie year. Sure. Yeah. So for for the, the record, Damian Harris is not getting benched for Brandon Bolden. I just want that. To I, I agree, he's not getting benched, benched for Brandon for Bolden. I, I understand that, but he can. He's going to lose passing work to James White and oh, yeah. eventually JJ Taylor. He could very easily lose carries to Ramondre Stevenson. Elijah Mitchell right now is not in a very different situation right now. He's going to be the lead guy with Mostert out because he was the one that displayed, Hey, I can do this in the pros. We have not seen that yet from Trey Sermon. It could very well be a back and forth between Mitchell and Sermon. They don't really throw the ball a ton. So it's just going to be, who's going to get touchdowns. Both of us already said all, all three of us Jeff already Wilson. said on this show earlier, that's Jeff Wilson. Yeah. Yep. So like to me, they're not in different situations. I would slightly lean Damien, but it's to me, it's a lot closer than people want to think. You said a lot of words to agree with us. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. You guys said it's not even close. Yeah, it's not. a lot closer than people. It's think. not. That's why I'm not like, I'm not totally against like blowing your entire fab on Elijah Mitchell. I, I I hate you. I hate you so much right now. Yeah, yeah. Go go yeah, go blow a hundred a hundred percent of your fab on Elijah Mitchell. Cause then in week eight, when Elijah Mitchell isn't playing anymore and rots on your bench, you have no one to pick up. God that, That's not true. You just need waivers to run. God, it's in, it it's incredible that Josh started this website. It's honestly incredible <laughs> that he started this website. Jeez. You won't um, be saying that if he finishes top 12 this year. That's all I'm going to say. If Elijah Mitchell finishes top 12, I'll jump off my balcony. And but I'm like, <laughs> I'll... <laughs> what? Oh, Elijah Mitchell top 12? Sorry, I meant to say bungee jump off my balcony. Okay. Like, Regardless, I don't think we should be saying, <laughs> saying Elijah Mitchell is going to be a top 12 running back. I, agree. I did. Did the words he will come out of my mouth? No, I yes. said if. Yeah. I said yep. if. That sounds like he will, in my opinion, no, in all honesty. If, because yeah. the, we know what Shannon Guys, I don't have my bell set up right now. I can't keep you guys. Oh, my God. Ryan, you didn't set up the bell. Oh. I don't even know where it is. Haven't found it yet. <laughs> you know what to, You know what to do? Can we get, like, a gong? Get a gong. Oh, I do have a lot of room behind me now. Yeah, so. I was going to say, a giant gong. He stands up. <laughs> All Blow, of our listeners' ears. Fucking De eardrums. Everyone's out. deaf. Everyone's deaf. If everyone if everyone doesn't leave our show 45 minutes in deaf, we have not accomplished anything on this show. I don't care if we tell you the perfect lineup. If you're not deaf by the end of the show because of Brian's gong smashing, no. No, no. We need really need to really need to rethink our show. Okay. Mr. Grapefruit. We have some great names today. Clap nuts. Mr. Grape Grapefruit. Boss Man Fat. Oh, that's amazing. Okay. I'm just looking for like an Anita Wang or a bend over. <laughs> Did you guys see that school administrator that read off the damn names? Yeah. Of Oh, God. What an, I Come on, dude. Really? Anita Wang didn't get you? Lee Key Bum. What the hell? Come on, guy. Oh. Okay. Mr. Grapefruit, a guy in his work league turned down his offer. This is a crazy story. Tyson Williams for his Logan Thomas. He has Kittle, Logan, and Janu, so clearly he does not need Logan Thomas. Um, his running backs are Javante Williams, Chase Edmonds, and Zach Moss. So nobody, really. I mean, Edmonds is a starter. Uh, Zach Moss was hurt in week one. And you no, look at Javante. he was a healthy scratch. A healthy scratch, which is nuts. Oh, Moss was healthy. Oh, 
Okay, didn't know that. Moss was a healthy scratch. And we already talked, Javante is literally 50-50 split. So I wonder, it took me some digging to find that Moss was a healthy scratch. I wonder if the current manager doesn't realize that's what's going on there. I mean, even still, you should be looking to get Tyson Williams. But is that normal? Here's the thing. In a home league, it is. Because people are vindictive and they think they have this strategy. And they think if they keep you from getting a tight end, they're going to beat you. Just go sign somebody off of waivers. First of all, I don't mean to bust your balls. You shouldn't be giving up Tyson Williams for a tight end anyway. Keep yeah. the running back depth. <laughs> yeah. So, keep, keep who is running... your current tight end? I didn't see that in anywhere in here. So. Uh, I don't know if he. I don't know if he says his current tight end. But yeah, I mean, I, I don't. I don't know who your. I don't think it's an is, unfair but... trade by any means. No, I think it's not... a perfectly no, it's definitely fair. Not I just wouldn't do yeah. it. Yeah. No, it's it's definitely not unfair. And he says. Um, the team who he's trading with has Devonta Adams, Robert Woods, T. Higgins, and Jarvis Landry. So clearly, they went the zero RB strategy. Um, he oh, says he has Goddard. Dallas Goddard. No. Like I don't. That's not a bad don't tight end. Trade. Yeah, keep yeah, Tyson. that's not a bad tight end. Yeah, yeah. yeah it, cooked. That was honestly, I get the idea with wanting to trade high, so to speak, on Tyson. But you do that in Dynasty. In no, what draft, you do is you hang on to him. Or you go the other route with it, and you offer Tyson and another piece, and try to get Kittle from him that's how you you beat somebody who's trying to hold depth you make an offer he can't refuse for kittle and i'll tell you there's pretty much nothing i wouldn't give up to get kittle waller kelsey so kittle wasn't great this week he may be willing to part with kittle so if you could throw tyson and another player in there to maybe go after kittle that might be the move he's uh he's he's typing he's thinking about it um but yeah he basically says thanks for the advice he's just trying to send the lifeboat to a guy by a fair trade and let, let's be for real it is a it is a fair trade, like. But again, you don't you don't give away running back depth to get. Oh, this yeah, is apparently the David right Montgomery in. show. With I was yeah, just gonna say you're up? not gonna like the last comment. What is up? All right, Mr. Grapefruit, you did you did join late. You did join late, and I don't think on YouTube Live you can scroll back and look at comments. But Boss Man Fat has been asking a lot <laughs> of David Montgomery questions. Now, Boss Man Fat, I think you can answer for this for him in the chat. Don't trade David Montgomery. Oh, uh, guys, like I like I know you you got him like later. Like he's probably not one of the top guys on your roster. To, okay, is CMC? Oh, make that trade Zeke. immediately, Monty. For yeah, Kittle. make that trade. Okay, yeah, you can make that trade. <laughs> if you, you make can get okay, Kittle so, for Monty. so yeah, I was gonna say you're you're like me where you draft three running backs, and early. that's why you do it because RB needy teams are desperate in weeks two and three. Yep. yep. So yeah, you're if if you're especially like the fact among, that you want Elijah Mitchell sweepstakes. So it's an oh, there you auction. go. He said it's an auction league. It's an auction yeah. draft, by the way. Okay. Yeah, I mean at at, at that point, I, I mean if if Zeke sucks, Christian McCaffrey's going to score twenty more points than Zeke would have would have probably added on that week. Like, yeah, CMC is both your RB one and your and RB2. your RB two. Yep. yep. Could be your QB one. He's also your wide receiver one. In all honesty, the dude had what ninety nine <laughs> rushing yards and ninety one receiving yards. I just we yes, Carrington. Carrington. Keep David Montgomery. Love you, buddy. Love it. You, you keep David Montgomery unless you have Christian McCaffrey and Ezekiel Elliott and can trade Montgomery away for George Kittle. Then that's that's the only thing. Yeah, you know what? I'm glad that everyone has learned to keep David Montgomery today. I'm just glad. I'm just glad. Except Mr. Grapefruit. You're okay. You have a pass. Yes. You have given Send that immediately. We've given you the pass. Everyone else, everyone else, just look at this comment right here. Yeah, LOL, <laughs> keep Montgomery guys laughing face. 
Trade, you know what? You can do that trade too. Trade Dave Montgomery for Young Wake Koo. I think, honestly, I think, I think that's what, this well, is keep amazing. Keep in mind, is, somebody in this room drafted Young Wake Koo over David Montgomery. <laughs> yeah, well, okay, that was for charity. Josh did it for charity. Josh did it for charity. Elixirs is doing it for the giggles. And yes. I think that's, I think that's what. That's I what think. we do this show for. So. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah, literally. Um, you know what, Grapefruit? I'm glad. I'm glad because I really have to carry the show sometimes with Josh over here. Ryan, Ryan does a good job, but Josh really, you know, it's tough to kind of carry him through the show oh each goodness. and every week. No, this is great. No, I, I, you know what? I'm happy. We've gained, we've gained two subscribers tonight. Everyone's learned that David Montgomery is a top tier running back in the NFL. That's been a good night. Paul, you could be super clear. Trade David Montgomery ideally for tight end depth. Yes. Yeah. For, for flex depth. For flex depth. <laughs> if you've learned anything in this show, it's trade the best running back on your roster for Travis Fulgham. Just imagine Travis Fulgham, trade Alvin Kamara and Christian McCaffrey for that guy. That's what I want you to imagine. Oh, this is a great show. We've talked about Dave Montgomery for like 20 minutes today. This is amazing. The David Montgomery show. And we got through everything we needed to we as well. We got through everything. The now the David Montgomery. David hour. Montgomery. Yeah. <laughs> Don't trade David Montgomery. That's that's the thumbnail this week. Unless you're Mr. Grapefruit. Don't trade David Montgomery unless you're Mr. Grapefruit. Okay. That's everything, ladies and gentlemen. I would just like to point out really quick, Joe. Go ahead. Officially, just How do we do 100 it? subscribers. Oh, I don't have the wheel LFG. dialed up, so I Next will... LFG. Uh, you know what? We can do it Saturday. Yeah, we'll do it on Saturday. Uh, I'm not there. Day. We're doing it Wednesday. I'm not there on Saturday. We're doing oh, it Wednesday. So we're I'm doing it there. Saturday. We're doing... Get the... God, Brian. Jesus Christ. I hate you. I hate you. Let's trade but. Joe for David Montgomery. You know what? That's probably I. I think I. You know, that's really trading for flex depth right there. You there. Go. Like that's really trading for flex depth right there. Uh, Josh, do we have a David Montgomery jersey? <laughs> yeah, it's got to be the David I Montgomery do, jersey. Actually, yes. I do actually. Yes, it's the no, Montgomery you know jersey. We gotta go Wednesday. The Montgomery jersey. We gotta go Wednesday. We're gonna. We're, we're giving away David, David Montgomery, Montgomery this week. We're, I do put, have a David Montgomery. Put jersey. all two hundred subscribers in the wheel. And we spin the wheel for the subscribers, yep. and it's it, it doesn't matter. It's the David Montgomery. Just so everybody jersey. knows, whenever we hit a milestone, we give away stuff that Josh spent his hard-earned money on. And so, subscribers, as long as you're not private on YouTube, you will be entered into a drawing to win David Montgomery next week. We'll get a hold of you with details if you win. So, yeah. So it's signed David Montgomery Chicago Bears jersey. Um, and once we hit 250, we'll it's even more. I think we do like yeah. we do another jersey. May do two jerseys at that point. But yeah, every basically every. Now you're 50 really shows, trying to give away my no shit. Ain't you? <laughs> Josh, you got a billion fucking things in your closet. Um, I have but, to look. Pristine sent me a text message today. They did? A hundred, is that real? Yeah, I don't know. We both It was a it, limited so. time thing. I completely forgot to hop Well, it says we have to win today, like, so we still have like two hours. So. Oh, sweet. Oh. I also, figured they were just doing it because I hadn't been on there in like a month and a half. And, yeah, that's what know, I thought. They were like, too. damn, you used to buy so much shit. Like, Can we, Hold on. Ty Montgomery. We're gonna give away a Ty Montgomery <laughs> next week. Throw the fans for a loop. Not even a Ty Montgomery. I think Montgomery. maybe that's thank you. Montgomery will be. Added. No, I think he means no. he's Ty. Got a point on how much we love Montgomery. Ah, all right. Yeah, I, uh, I, I think you know. I think we throw everyone for a loop. We get a Ty Montgomery Saints jersey. Not even Packers jersey. We get a signed Ty Montgomery Saints jersey. That's the giveaway next week. No, next week we hit 200. Thank you, everyone that subscribed during the show and then has subscribed already. Um, every 50 subscribers, we're doing giveaways that we have 
obviously next week is the David Montgomery jersey because yeah. that's just on point. Um, so we'll be doing a David Montgomery jersey giveaway next week. So be sure tuned in. Uh, if you missed the show, it obviously uh, runs back on YouTube. We have the podcast as well that comes out every Thursday morning. It's the same exact show you're listening to now. Uh, but you can listen to it on the go as well if you're working or anything. Uh, and if you miss it as well, we'll still be sure to send you a message and say, hey, you won. Um, congratulations, all that stuff. So good luck to everyone next week. Tune in, same time, same place, 7 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Central. Uh, so no pun intended. We will do the jersey giveaway at the end of the show. Okay, uh, Matt has subbed. He wants the jersey. Okay, Matt, make sure you are public. That's uh, that's another big thing. I don't honestly. I think. Oh, if he two... wins, I'll be able to get a hold of him. We got no issues. There. I get. Yeah, that's true. Uh, how long until Josh runs out of jerseys and we got to start taking those pop figures off the shelf? That's a great question, Elixirs. Dude, that's a great first question. off, I have a lot. Yeah. Of he, oh yeah, he... no. It like <laughs> he went yeah. way crazy. Yeah. Yeah, like World War Five will happen before Josh runs out of jerseys at There's, this point. Well, and it's not thing. even just jerseys. I ha- I have a signed DeAndre Swift football. I have some mini helmets. I have one from Mark Andrews, one from LaVisca Chenault. I have DJ Moore jersey. I have a David Montgomery. I have you'll Miles s- Gaskin. I've you'll see DJ Moore stuff. score a touchdown before Josh runs out of jerseys. I'd, That's what will happen. I'd murder a man in Philadelphia for that DeAndre Swift ball. <laughs> Dave Kluge will get detective work correct before Josh runs out of jerseys. Yeah, and I don't mind name dropping, but yeah. That was Brian, that was fantastic. That was a great way to end Okay. Uh tomorrow night, week two of DFS in Chill, hosted by Ryan and our lead DFS writer, Kira. This week's guest is Travis Strickland. He's at DFS underscore Travis. Um, he's a former uh, ballers writer. So he'll yes. be joining the the two Friend tomorrow. Um and again. We had answered a lot of awesome questions today, every one of them pertaining to David Montgomery. So that would uh, that would be that's amazing. If you have any further questions on David Montgomery or on anyone else in the NFL, because there are a lot more players, we do start sit different day every Saturday. Um, no faith this week. Myself, I also won't be there. I have to work the uh, 40th annual marathon in town this week, so it'll be Josh, Ryan, and co-host of DFS and chill Kira she'll be I'd see if show. maybe we can pull another one of our club fantasy Ooh. writers on there to we have connections um so yeah but tune in starts at different dates 11 a.m eastern uh 10 a.m central we do it every Saturday morning uh so you can get not only our opinions but our guest opinions as well um <clears throat> for the games ahead and obviously a lot can change in the next 48 seven um 50 hours or so so obviously those start set questions that you asked today may be a lot different come Saturday. Um, so please join then, ask then. All right. Uh, and obviously, don't forget to follow us. But to, right now, actually happening right now, is fourth and frames. Uh, right now with our friends at Fantasy Frames and at 9.30 p.m. Eastern, ViperCast uh, drops with our friends from Dynasty Vipers. So that's basically the incredible Wednesday night lineup, and we obviously are grateful to kick that off. Um, so... Yeah, this this has been this is I think honestly I'd put this as a top five show. This has been a, this has been a great show. Great. Very I'm interactive, o- love it. Yeah, I'm okay with smelling <laughs> chicken fajitas outside of my door right now and not eating them because <laughs> we're an hour twenty in and I and I think it was I think it was a very entertaining, very good show and I'm I'm glad everyone on YouTube enjoyed, everyone else enjoyed. Thank you everyone for subscribing again. David yes. Montgomery Jersey next week uh, will be our giveaway. We're gonna put everyone in a little circle, and we're gonna spin it live on air and 
congratulations if you win. It's going to be hard to see your name because it's going to be a lot of tiny little sections. I say it'll pop up big when you win, though. Yeah, it'll pop up huge. All right, my friends. For Josh, for Ryan, and for myself, this has been No Pun Intended presented by Club Fantasy. You can follow Club Fantasy on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Club Fantasy FFL. The URL is clubfantasyffl.com. Always remember, defense wins championships, offense wins fantasy football. Ryan will see you tomorrow night. Josh and Ryan will see you on Saturday, and I will see you next week. Same time, same place as we head in to week two of the NFL season, week two of the fantasy football season. Good luck if we don't see you before then, and we will see you next week.